pretty crazy little story here. Um, so retroactively, Coinbase beats the SEC to the punch and decides to sue them. Uh, so what this basically falls down to is Coinbase filed a lawsuit with Philadelphia Court requesting that the SEC is compelled to respond to its July 22nd petition that asked for clear crypto regulation guidelines. The July 2022 petition asked the SEC to write regulations explaining how security laws apply to cryptocurrency and to engage in a formal notice and comment process to allow the public to weigh in. So uh, this is actually not a ballsy move. This is a very strategic move, meaning that the SEC has been falling behind. And actually, so uh, they've been putting it off to the commodities uh, team to actually try to figure out how to regulate crypto. And they actually, a while back, had stated that um, it was a commodity and that it should be regulated under the Commodities and Exchange uh, Commissioner, the CEC. Um, how many of you guys were watching Gary Gindler on, yes. on TV? It's actually, it was brutal. Commodity? What's that? Security, securities are actually excluded oh, commodity? It, yes. Yeah, no, it was, it was good to see. Um, to be honest, I think I think that uh, SEC, um, you know, Gary Gensler grilling was was kind of interesting. I thought good to see at least some differing points of view um, being put through. I think it was good to see some kind of push for transparency. Um, and yeah, I thought overall, I know that people were a bit uh, argumentative or confronting when dealing with when dealing with him, but I think the messaging got across quite well. Did you know, so the crazy part about that whole entire thing to me was the fact that he admitted to never using a protocol, never actually trading or owning crypto, right? Yep. Um, and never actually interfacing with any of the, uh, the contracts or the technology itself. And this is coming from a guy who teaches the MIT course on blockchain technology. And I believe he actually had to step down from it because of that. Uh, and somebody who I know might be taking over his class there uh, in order to uh, run it at MIT, who actually has some real world experience with it. But, th you know, that's a shocking revelation that they're sitting there, you know, proposing uh, that legislation isn't in their jurisdiction, but they're being told that they have to and they've been putting it off. And it's not necessarily a good thing for anybody uh, because think about it. Now, Coinbase is basically stating, hey, you guys have failed to provide us any kind of clear guidance on what we should be doing. And all of the guidance that we've been doing is based on you know, industry experts who are the people who should be writing the laws for this stuff. But uh, they've also been blocking a lot of people and not taking serious petitions from the community or from the people uh, that are trying to you know, work within the confines of the industry. So, I, I mean, it, it's almost, I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't want to be too political here, but yeah definitely been asleep at the wheel and to do things that are retroactive is usually not something that the United States court allows you to do, right? So to go back and say, oh, because of the laws that we institute today, uh, this is how you have to behave in the, in the past makes it impossible. You're, you're basically forcing a bunch of people to be incriminated for things that they had no uh, understanding of how it would be implied and no real clear law as to how things should work. So I think this is a shot in the right direction. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here. Although um, I do think that the retort on this is going to cause a lot of stir. Um, you know, people are, are trying to say that legislation in the United States is really failing the crypto industry here, uh, which is also true. 
Um, but hopefully we'll get some more clear legislation. And to be honest, uh, it's going to be, you know, a hard fought fight for probably the next 12 to 18 months while these guys try to go back and forth and litigate over the validity of the industry. I don't think the industry is going anywhere. I think one other thing I want to add on that too, since I've got everybody's attention, is how much the actual finance industry from a new opportunity perspective actually wants crypto to happen. And it's a large percentage of people. Uh, the finance industry themselves actually looks at this as a better way to compete against people who have almost complete hedge of money over trade, uh, which is basically true, right? You have some funds just manage trillions of dollars in assets. So um, we're looking for, you know, clear communication. We're looking for better guidance regulation, as well as trying to pave a pathway for businesses uh, to grow, right? And, you know, yeah. what what is really exciting is the fact that being in cannabis and crypto are both extremely high growth areas. So yeah, exciting times, right? Uh, this is big news. I, I kind of wanted to focus on this one today uh, for catching everybody up, what's happening in the industry. Um, I believe this actually just came out uh, today as their petition to file a suit against them, uh, although they did initially send out the request back in July. So uh, exciting times, you know, like I said, uh, things are changing all around us and it's good to be flexible and nimble. Thank God, you know, we're we're watching everything that's happening and we're trying to do our best to uh, mitigate any kind of blowback. But again, these things are almost always, uh, it's almost impossible to do things retroactively. So uh, anyways, moving on. Um, I hope you guys all had a chance to mint by now. It looks like the gas fees are kind of back to normal uh, where they were before 420. Sorry about that again. I didn't realize that so many mints were going to happen uh, and that gas fees were going to blow up uh, as much as they did. Um, I found out the hard way when we deployed, it did cost like four times what I was expecting. Uh, but it is, uh, I, I don't think uh, if you haven't had a chance to make it, you should be fine now. It should be somewhere between like seven and $12 in order to actually mint the token. It's not that expensive. Uh, so if you did overpay, um, at least you got a lower number. It doesn't really mean anything on the token itself. Uh, so hopefully, you guys aren't mad at us. There's nothing we can do about the price of gas. Like I said, it was supposed to be an extremely cheap mint. So hopefully you guys can, if anybody was being price conscious on it, like I can understand if you put $500 in from the monk's pool, uh, that, you know, it would be kind of worth your while to just wait. So you shouldn't see it now. And if I'm looking at the gas prices here, uh, it looks like usually around late night is when it's the worst. And sometime during the afternoon, uh, maybe around like 12 o'clock noon PST, you should be fine. So I just take note, nothing to be too crazy aware of. Uh, do appreciate everybody. We do have a lot that we have to catch up. Uh, we didn't get emails out this weekend just because uh, gas prices were actually still kind of fluctuating. I didn't want to have a bunch of people go there and actually try to mint and have it still be expensive. But uh, I think we'll probably get those out today. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so it should yeah. be fine. We should have emails going out to all the participants telling everybody else to go ahead and miss their tokens now. And we should be good to go. So cool. Moving on. So where are we at? Well, we still have a couple things that are lingering that need to be checked off a little bit pretty soon. Oh, I think my audio just kicked over. Can you hear me? Did. Yeah, you're a good man. Okay. Uh, so the website V2 bill uh, is 
Um, that's been lingering since the beginning of April, which is fine. We've actually got most of our website stuff figured out. Uh, we just need to actually get it out and deploy now. Um, we're still working on the incorporation of the token generation entity, working behind the scenes on that one. We've got a couple of meetings, I believe, this week, plus some contracts that we have to sign um, with some third-party services, which will be fun. Um, we're also, oh, deploy contract to ETH mainnet. Um, this one is actually done. This one should have been checked off. So we are on mainnet. It's our first contract. We still have to go through and do all of our validations and everything else. We'll probably do most of that this week. Uh, you'll also see like the OpenC page go up. Again, we're just kind of keeping most of the stuff under wraps until we go full live with the protocol. Um, but again, you should be able to see everything on there. You should be able to hold your asset. Another question, uh, just real quick to ask, because I was asked this a couple of times over the weekend, is the address that is, appears on the NFT is the initial address that you minted the note with. Uh, again, if you had issues or if your wallet was compromised, uh, just reach out to us. More than happy to work with you on that. You can transfer the NFTs. It's not a problem. Uh, we were just telling people, try not to transfer them if you don't need to. Um, you know, we didn't want people opening up a bunch of wallets and moving things around. Uh, it's not, it doesn't have any effect on anything. Uh, it's not going to change the address that the NFT was originally minted on. Uh, that's going to stay static for now. So, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't actually change anything um, for you in the protocol. Uh, again, we just didn't want people going and trying to put these things on OpenSea. There's really no point in doing it and listing it for the price of it's at. It just doesn't make sense. So um, just trying, you know, we'll, again, I'm just discouraging anybody from selling what we've given them so far, especially before we launched the uh, DAO and everything else that comes along with it. So uh, hopefully that answers your questions. And again, I'm just going to shut up one more time. If your wallet was compromised and you need us to change the address, open a support ticket with us and we'll be more than happy to do that before you go ahead and admit. Uh, also, KYC, KYT, uh, we do have KYT, I believe, is active. We have one more. I think, actually, our contracts are signed now, so we're good to go. I think it's just the KYC and um, that we'll continue to work on, and we're trying to, again, only do what legislation requires us to at this point, um, and I think we've got most of our bases covered there. <sighs> this week, so last week we launched, right? Uh, again, congratulations and happy 420. I know it was a big hurdle for us and the team, um, but again, it's the first of many things that we'll be putting out. Uh, also, the token bonding and everything that comes with the DeFi protocol, uh, it's still going under audit. We will launch those on Bingnet before we let everybody else know um, that we'll be launching the actual protocol. Uh, we'll also have, uh, we've got testing already set up and we're actually testing most of the stuff in the last, I don't know how long it's been now, actually a couple, I almost want to say like a month and a half. Uh, that stuff has been up and being tested uh, with the pools and the token generation plus uh, running tests on amounts. Uh, that's just going to continue to happen. Uh, it'll come in versions, so we'll we'll uh, you know release things in the protocol as we go through and do versions. But this is something that's going to always be consistent um, as we continue to build out the protocol and add, actually add uh, hopefully more types of products on there. Um, after that. Oh, man, we've got liquidity pools on Uniswap. Again, uh, that's all part of the token claim and bonding. Um, that is already on Gurley. It's already being tested. Um, we've got the pool set up. We've tested a couple of different scenarios now where, uh, you know, if you come in with like a million dollars and try to make a, pur a purchase, it will uh, have the price impact and we'll see in the pool how much the price is impacted. Uh, we've also got it set up to allow you to purchase tokens from Uniswap. 
Uh, and then right now it only accepts single currency deposits. So we'll just be doing USDC most likely uh, to get started. And then we'll start expanding that out to other types of assets too, other types of states like DAI uh, and possibly Tether, depending on and just what the demand is based on the market. So anyways, uh, most of that, like I said, is already being tested or has been tested for the last, like, I don't know, six weeks. Um, yeah, really at this point, we're just waiting on a couple of things from the marketing side to get ready and we'll be ready to rock and roll, uh, with the pools and, uh, with the, the, uh, uh, what's it called? The swap, swap contracts that we have. Um, let's see what else. Whitelist for Mint, uh, VIP NFT. This is a fun one that we've been working on. Um, not too much that we're actually going to disclose on this one, but this one is under progress. And then now let me see what else. Hopefully, uh, um, yeah, the pipeline, that's it. And I can keep stating this over and over. Uh, we have a ton of demand on the cannabis side. It's more than we can actually really deal with at this point. Um, but again, if you guys want to recommend, uh, any companies or people that are in the cannabis space, um, there are a couple different ways that we can try to structure deals, but for the most part, we're focusing on publicly traded cannabis companies and providing them liquidity. Uh, there are some interesting things that are happening in that space too. I didn't have news for it just because it's kind of unfolding as we speak, but uh, we were talking about um, lending and stuff in the cannabis that were changing. Um, but yeah, I wish I had the news articles that I could actually come out with. But anyways, um, so uh, next week, we will give you guys an updated, uh, more recent, uh, version of the oh my audio put out um of the pipeline uh, we'll switch back to doing weeklies because these kind of jump ahead uh two months uh but our first initial soft launch was good to go so appreciate it and again looking forward to get most of the stuff knocked out uh contribution nft 420 was a success uh still running under contract audit um oh this V3 light paper is again, still in progress. Uh, we've owed you guys this for, I think we're like a week over what we initially expected. Uh, that's fine. Uh, and it's not something we necessarily want to rush either, but we got most of the, the basic contract stuff done. So this is more just about making it look good. Uh, okay. The token generation entity where, like I said, we're working with some legal uh, contractors on this one and we're continuing to triage and then claim functionality um, beta testing in late May. Uh, again, we've already got this tested in house, so feeling good about the progress and that's pretty much it. I think we've gone through the news. We've gone through the updates, uh, the minting notes. Do we have any questions or is there anything that we can answer so far for anybody in the community? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What does the one? NFT do? What's that? Uh, you can answer Captain US first, and then I'll go ahead. Um, expect some additional extras like airdrops. Yeah, you can expect extras. There's a couple that we've actually got uh, uh, planned for you guys. Uh, from an investment point of view, so there's there's extras too because we've got things that are tied to kind of the brand that we're launching as well as other ways that you can contribute to helping us. Um, and in that, there are some... Uh, how do I say benefits for not only being an early contributor, but also being a VIP. I hope that helps. I don't want to share too much because we're still working on it. If that helps captain, yes, but uh, there definitely is benefits. Brendan. Yeah. So for someone that doesn't have a ton of time to keep up on this or read through boodles and boodles of documentation, like I'll 
white paper or light paper or whatever. What does the NFT exactly do? So that acts as your deposit receipt. Does that make sense? So as everything runs through the pools and as we continue, or let's say as we develop markets and we start to yield APRs from the treasury as well as from the liquidity pools, that's where it will appear. Does that make sense? So you'll be able to yes, see your balances on that NFT. It'll be tied to the pools and it'll be tied to the protocol kernel. And the kernel so is anybody basically that's contributed what, needs to have one of those NFTs if they ever want to say cash out after the investment uh, period, vested period. Well, I, I figure here's what's going to happen, right? There are quite a few people that are not crypto savvy that have also invested. So we're just going to leave it open the claim. And if nothing happens with it, like let's say if they, it expires and three years later they come back rather than two, right? It should still be claimable with whatever deposit has been put in there. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. I mean, it has to be perpetual. There's nothing we can do about it. And unfortunately, if someone were to pass away and not have their keys, it will sit there forever if they haven't assigned it to anybody else. Uh, other things that we're thinking about implementing would be like a hard lock. So when you update your NFT, you can lock it with a second address and it makes it impossible to unlock unless you use that second address. So that way it can't be sold. If someone hacked into your wallet, they would have to have the other address in order to pull it because it is a long-term commitment. Does that make sense? Yeah. So with that being said, is there any plan to update? I know that you said the intention is not to change them on OpenSea or anything like that, but if this is supposed to act as a receipt, is there any plan to update profile on OpenSea, update the artwork? I don't know if you've looked, I'm sure you guys have already seen and are aware that the artwork on OpenSea well, is Yeah, gonna... the, art, the backgrounds don't show up, which were totally, that was, uh, we didn't want to have Bong showing up on OpenSea just yet. Uh, just because we haven't gone public, but yeah, if you click on the link out, you'll actually see the full artwork and it should expand. Yeah, whatever. yeah. On the claim, it shows okay. the full artwork. Um, yep. But on OpenSea, the whole thing just kind of looks scuffed. There's no description. It's just it black. says undisclosed yeah. project or undisclosed. Uh, I don't know the exact verbiage. I'd have to look at it, but I know. Hey, just bear with us. We're trying to navigate what we can put and represent without being branded as a 21 and over brand. So. Uh, that is a conversation that is going back and forth. And if we have to remove token from the image, it's just the background image and that's it. Hopefully that's Sorry. a little bit more explanatory. Yeah. But we're trying, again, uh, how do we classify this? Yes, we know most of our audience is going to be 21 and over. That's fine. Right. Uh, based on the type of content that we put out, it is somewhat explicit. So there are some regulations that we have to follow. Uh, but, you know, th this is part of why we're working with third-party contractor on legal who's actually well-known contractor in space. So we're just trying to take it low, not trying to ruffle any feathers. I definitely trying to stay under the radar at this point. Um, will the NFT need to be burned? No, uh, not at all. Uh, lower chap. I think I, is that a uh, low E chap? Uh, no, it'll just, whatever balance is on the NFT will update to zero. Does that make sense? So you will no longer have a balance available in the pool because the NFT will update with the balance. I hope that makes sense. So you'll still be able to keep the NFT. Uh, it'll just have a token balance of zero USDC or whatever's left on it. And then uh, it'll, it'll continue to be your interface. Yeah, so you won't have to mint most of these. If you want to replenish the pool or put more in, uh, all of it should be updated on that single contract. So you don't have to keep reminting these. Uh, it'll just be a transaction fee instead. Uh, very similar to like how a Uniswap v3 position works. Not quite as cool as Uniswap v3 position, but very similar.
Cool. Any other questions, guys? Like I said, I'm really sorry about the mint fees. Uh, I know some of you guys paid like almost $40 uh, for the, the mint. Um, not really a, a lot that I could do about it, but it should be somewhere between like seven and 12 bucks now. But hopefully that uh, it doesn't deter you. And again, you don't have to claim these right away either. So if you just hold on to them. Um, could airdrop the NFT? Yeah, we could. Um, but there is a little bit of a disclaimer on our page um, about you know some of the stuff that we're trying to do. We're just trying to stay inside of what the legal framework is recommending that we do, right? <laughs> so uh, hopefully everybody knows that, yeah, we could airdrop the NFT. Uh, one other problem I have with that is, uh, so I think we had like five wallets compromised in the time that we were here. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to drop them the wallets that could possibly still be compromised. And if people haven't showed up and they want to go and claim them, hopefully they'll know. And, you know, we'll update the OpenSea page to basically say contact support uh, and reach out to us and open a support ticket. That's the best thing to do. And do it before you try to make If you have any kind of worries or qualms about it, uh, just try to sign. We'll have you sign a third party and just prove that you at one point controlled the wallet. And then once that's done, we'll be able to transfer the NFT. Uh, to your wallet, or a lot will switch the address that you uh, are able to mint from. And you'll still have all the same balances. Everything will show up. So uh, if you have any questions, like I said, just reach out to support. We've got a lot of work to do still. Hopefully a lot of these new updates you guys will be excited about. Um, yeah, we're just going to keep pushing forward. So I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out right now or take off mute or ask in the uh, cloud chat. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we got one more. Hopefully, the best time to ask. I think just to, BJ probably just to reiterate, right? So, um, the start of the two-year bonding period did commence on the twentieth of April, right? So, um, yes. that's the pretty much from my perspective the primary reason that we pushed out something on that date was to start that counter and start that clock. So, um, there'll obviously be a lot of um future product iterations coming um some cool th things some exciting things um and it will all fit together in a cohesive um kind of map as we go along um but appreciate you guys joining joining us for the first part of the journey thank you